Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce Marrying someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Nothing says I'm a wonderful person than getting off a plane in Nigeria wearing a rhinestone USA cap. <laughs> God. What, just, why don't you just hold up a sign that just that says, like a big white poster where it says, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Well, no, that's part of it. That it's, and it's, I smell like marble reds. Uh, and then the face mask, I don't know if you saw the next, the next yeah. frame is also American. Yeah. I yeah. I think that is saying uh I wow. think I think there's a certain uh group of people who who think that that is that is that they are that them showing their pride at being an American is trying to show how they should be treated or something I think I, I think it's intimidation. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I, but that's what I'm saying about how they should be treated. Yeah. Um but no, y'all. This is this is reality gaze reality part gaze. two of uh uh <laughs> what is the name of this episode? Uh, out, out of, of my system, out of hey, sight, out season, of mind, out of sight, out of my season seven, episode six, out of my system. Woo, y'all. This was kind of like I we talked about. We did part one. I actually had a good time. Again, it's always interesting. I always have a, sometimes. This is one of those episodes where the episode was fine. I have a better time with you talking about it. Then I feel like this is this is episode six, which is often kind of a filler episode. No, like, this is this would be the one of the first two queens who got home sent home on drag race. Filler queens. Yeah. Just These felt, were filler queen. This yeah. is a filler queen. So it's a filler queen episode. This so. was 
This was LaDonna Fayette. Unless, from- <laughs> unless you are Kimberly uh, in a nightclub, that was gold. <laughs> that was great. She still had some good lines. Uh, oh, yeah. This, this episode. It's, she's, I will argue with anyone that says that they want her offered this show. I will argue with them and tell them they're wrong, and she is great on this show. She's I don't great know if TV. she's she's great TV. She is. I, I don't know if see associating her and the word great is not what I would do. Uh, it's what I'm using. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I uh, I hope Kimberly and Usman ride this train for as long as I can. I think she's an utter laughing stock. And that and I and I think that a lot of our <laughs> listeners enjoy and we have a lot of fun at her expense. We do. Um, we do. I would feel worse if she wasn't of Angela Light. Um, and that's what it kind of feels like to me sometimes. It, it, um, it was interesting watching both of them. I know. Me too. Why was, we. Yeah. Uh, I, I, maybe I don't think we consciously did it. Why we're going to talk about Kimberly in the first half and Angela and, and Angela and Michael in the second half, um, because it's there are similarities, but it is so different the way Michael acts versus the way Usman acts and the way right. like be, and so. But you can't. A, but you can't help but compare them because a compare of compare and contrast. Yeah, uh, they're they're both going to Nigeria. They're both white women of a slightly advanced age. Yes, um, going to Nigeria to find their African princes. Um, yes, but and it, but again, the difference of the where it's like I don't think Michael like where I say, and I still stand by this. Usman and Kimberly are perfect for one another. And if you argue with me on that, watch this episode where Usman completely belittles her and makes and basically acts so entitled because he's soja boy. Whereas Michael, I think Michael is a good guy. Yeah. Who just got with the wrong woman, y'all. He I, got the wrong bitch, bitch. I think, and this is also a question of, We've talked about this before where people who need to they need to get out of their of their surroundings that just don't work for them and they'll do anything they'll they'll see an opportunity and they'll take it and they'll say this person's good enough to be nearby and yes. then there's the idea of does he really love her does does how could someone love Angela though after the way she's behaved to him to him yeah so that's what that's what I question. Um, at the same time, I don't think he's, as she say, he's scamming me. I think he would have left you way before way now if he was scamming you, and I think he would have chosen a better mark. Unless this is the ep- another episode or reboot of The Americans, I don't think he's playing the long <laughs> con. <laughs> I don't think well, that's happening. I now want to talk about that when we get and this. This is this is a weird thing. But I'm, I'm going to expand on this later. But I want to just throw it out there. I feel like this is the first time that the Americans are often in this series are at least painted as the protagonist and the one who we should try to root for. I think this has stopped being the case with Angela, even from the view of the camera. Yeah, they're making uh, her out to be kind of the villain. 
Yeah. I, I think it has now got, I think this was one of the first seasons where, where we've stopped. And I think that scene with Michael is all we needed to see is it got his perspective on it, which yeah, we had, yeah, yeah. had before, which we found. And I, I, I don't know. It's, it's not that it's not that I think they even have a responsibility to, to put only people we want to root for because y'all, the only reason they're putting people in the show nowadays, I think, I think it changed from like season one, maybe up to about season. I think, I think Danielle was the big change game changer, Danielle and Nicole. I, and I think, I think yeah. they learned what mess could do to an audience. I think Danielle and Nicole and then Paul and Karini solidified. Oh, that. they solidified that. We just want people you're going to talk about at the water cooler. Did it That's get worse? Want. Did it get better? Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Because <laughs> but here it's we so are. good. It's so good. <laughs> hey, we we talked about this on the live show, but now I know some of you don't. Uh, uh, some of you don't listen to the live shows, and but if you how dare you? Some people don't. I don't care if you do or I not. Pour you pour my need heart and soul into those and uh, a lot of vodka. You pour yourself into very small costumes and show your testicles. That's happened. That is that has only happened once. Twice. <laughs> Um, twice. Can't go back to Phoenix, y'all. We got a <laughs> letter about that. But, okay, we have, it's almost, it's, we had a little bit of tea about Kimberly. Kimberly. Um, that we're going to talk about. Uh, first, we want to remind people, go to our Linktree link and TikTok and Instagram. That's where you can get tickets for the and Double It website. Tour. Yes, and our, web, well, it's not on the website to buy tickets yet, but uh, we do, uh, our Reality Gaze <laughs> website's up. You can leave an Apple podcast or a Spotify review there. Yay! Um, and so we, we really love our new website. So that's happening. But we also want to remind you, any other announcements before we jump into Kimberly and Usman? Love is Blind Season 3 coming October 19th. We will be dropping all the episodes that they drop at 12.01 on October 20th because we're trying to create event, event television. television. Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> also... We're going to be dropping from the vault, from the from reality. From the vault. Yes, from the reality. You got to work better on that sound. That just sounds it's like. bad. Sounds like your butthole opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, actually, yeah, y'all. If you listen to the NASA black holes, Poodle went, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> and then every once in a while you it's hear. like Cthulhu breathing. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> God, we're ridiculous. So <laughs> this is where we are. That's so, the yeah. first Cthulhu joke of this episode, but it won't <laughs> be the last. Won't be the last. <laughs> but um, from the vault, reality gauge plus vault, y'all, we're putting out all of season one of Love is Blind that aired two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, way back in February of 2020. Yeah. We've never done something like this. We're seeing how it goes. Um, and we're, we're also putting out because. Season two was kind of a, there were some things we liked about it, but not as much as season one it was such an event. And it was, it was all casting. It was, yeah, it was all, all casting. Season two was all casting for me. Yeah. Yes. But we've had a sneak peek because of our relationship with a uh, kind relationship with Netflix. We've seen, uh, we're going to tell you that you, I cannot say anything. I cannot say anything. No, you cannot. I, Except for you want to watch it. Y'all, you definitely want to watch it. Yeah. That I can well, agree with. You want to watch it. Um, I may uh, have already cried several times. You cry every episode. Maybe. 
All right, everybody. Maybe I have a heart and you're oh, just like uh, ashes. <laughs> Beauty is that Celine? Is that a is that a non-out release song off of a Celine album? No, that was a big song because it, it's from the Deadpool movie. You haven't seen the video of Deadpool dancing in heels to that? It's fucking hilarious. No, what song is that? Celine though? Yeah, oh. Let Beauty. I wanna go with you. It's so good. Um, which by the way, there is big. I don't think I've ever seen a Deadpool movie. That's like you don't watch any comic book movies. That's the one comic book movie you would okay. love. You would love because it's irreverent. Okay, I'll I'll look at them. I'm and sure I enjoy him. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's funny. I oh, just, it's great. It and big news in that. Um, I know Poodle, you've got your corners, but I've got uh, my corner in this episode. But comic book corner right here now is that. Oh, we're doing a comic book corner. Well, you're talking about whatever you want. I mean, why not? I just came to, which actually came up because you were talking about Celine. Uh, but Hugh Jackman is going to be in Deadpool 3, and people are wow. fucking freaking out as Wolverine. And, <gasps> wow. And That's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's a big deal because <laughs> Marvel now owns all of that and didn't own the rights to that. That was Sony forever and Fox, and Marvel owns that now. That's why all these X Men people are coming in. So. Yes, if you saw Logan, which Hugh Jackman, I think, still should have been nominated for an Oscar for because he was pretty fucking great in that movie. I but, did see that movie because it was more of a drama. And spoiler alert, Wolverine dies at the end. And people are like, what's happening? This movie takes place before that movie because that was in 2020. Uh, I don't care what studio owns I, what. So you're not, you, you're not you allowed to say shit like that anymore. But, hey, no, if you can have a Broadway. Some people care about comic book stuff, and it's important to me. No, you can care about comic books, but like you don't say so and so owns whatever no, but studio. Blah, blah, no, blah, but that's blah, the blah. point. That's what opens <laughs> it up. That's why now we had in Doctor Strange two, we had Fantastic Four characters. It's it's the best time to be a comic nerd right now. That's all I have to say. The best time. Let's move on. I wanted to talk. I'm going to talk about something in a minute that actually matters. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say that to you when you talk about something that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> now, so. But you brought this up in the light. I'll let you talk because you remember better than me. But we kind of almost that we had some Kimberly T about like past relate, and so we talked about it on the live show. But not everybody listens. Oh, so what okay. just came out last last she, week? She her. her second husband. She married her second husband when she was corresponding with him in prison. In other words, he was in prison. Whoa! And Whoa. Uh, she was uh, a for murder. I believe wife to uh, 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 Dal. So this, my question, did Kimberly apply to be on Love After Lockup <laughs> and got denied? And then and now so she's, she's like, on I'll try any day. We almost um, had a crossover, y'all. Can you imagine but Kimberly? She says, but they were, they're married. They were married in like a fuck on fucking jailhouse so marriage. This is love during lockup, Ooh, which is coming back. Oh my God. <sighs> so good. Ty, y'all. Ty's getting married. That's October 21st, I believe. Um and uh oh, Love we, After Lockup is good. Deontay is coming to our DC show, yes. y'all. Y'all our DC show is going to be like half of it anyway, is going to be mostly focused on Love After Lockup. We'll oh. be talking about some ha happily ever after stuff as well. We're doing that on all the live shows. We um, yeah, we meant to say this in part one, and we should say that um yeah, we're gonna be talking about some of these shows coming up. We're gonna do um what we were gonna talk about the schedule, but anytime we're not 
like uh, on Tampa, we're going to talk about Single Life one night. The first still- night is going to be the first night show yeah. is going to be Single Life, but we're always going to be talking about it happily. Ever always going to be talking about hey, that's actually that schedule. I can tell you all now. In Atlanta, we're going to be talking about happily ever after. Uh, the episode that airs next week, episode seven, part one. New York City, we're going to talk about episode seven, part two. DC is going to be Life After Lockup. The episode, I think it's 421. Who knows the fucking number, but it's the episode. That's airing on the 7th. Yes, it's airing on the 7th. And then Tampa, the first night, it's going to be Single Life, episode five, I believe, of season three. I think three. that's right. And then that or six. Yeah. Uh, Whatever's airing most recently. Yeah, on that Monday. Um, and who the fuck knows what we're talking about on 1015? Ooh, you'll find out soon. <sighs> it's Poodle's birthday show, and I'm not thrilled about it. But it is what it is, y'all. It is um, what it is. I was not thrilled about the idea of a birthday show, but then you, when you told me I could talk about whatever I wanted to, then I, and then no, no rules apply. I've got all these surprises oh, like planned. There's no it's rules. Exciting. There's so many, no rules. So many surprises coming. I don't like that. So uh, many. anyway, there's, there's let's just let's just jump in. Let's jump into this All to right. this mess. Uh, Kim and Uthman. Uthman. Um, <laughs> he's just dancing in the mirror, y'all. Yep. Just enjoying, getting ready for his birthday party. Well, he has a new single out now with a new dance. There's a there's a dance. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. His music's not terrible. He but he was trying. They it slaps. It's good. It's good. It's a song. It's pretty good. And it's like it it's like a dance that they want people to try on TikTok. It's pretty good. Maybe you and I should try to do the dance. He invented a TikTok dance. Yes, maybe we should try to do it. That man is a magician. (laughs) He is talented. What can't he do? He, I, uh, I don't know if I'd say he's talented. I don't think he can actually marry a woman from the U.S. He hasn't done that yet. I don't know if he's going to get there. That's he's, the one thing. You know what, though? He has crossed the Rubicon. He's been come so close to crossing that Rubicon. You, you know, he's kind of <laughs> like what I said about Bilal. Not in the worst way, because he's not a monster like Bilal. But, and I don't think he has a personality disorder per se, but Usman does love Usman, and that really is Usman's big problem. He's a manipulator, and, too. But he's so entitled about how wonderful he is, he shows his ass, and it it's what it, it, it prevents him from doing a full good con. Whereas yeah. someone like, it's that same thing in Muhammad, where they just can't help but being themselves. Yeah, and it's a shame because if Muhammad could have been someone else less shitty. <laughs> Yeah, of Danielle and both both Muhammad's turned out to be cons. Uh, yes, yes, Muhammad, and also Danielle's Muhammad. Didn't Muhammad and they filed for divorce already? They're right? they're done. Uh, she filed for divorce. I but, don't know if that means he goes back to Egypt. I don't know. I don't know if it's been two years or not. I don't know. Been, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. So right. let's just jump into this. Uh, he wants Kim to be on her is her her best behavior. Yes. Like a now, I normally I would say, oh, look at him talking down to her, but she does throw something almost every time. So she I does. kind of understand. <laughs> Again, terrible. They're both terrible. Um, there are you can't put drinks around her. No, you can't. You can't. Yep. Um, and Usman, his threat is if she misbehaves, like a child, if she misbehaves at the party. don't get to go see mama. How, how many times did Mother Poodle use threaten? Like, if you don't behave, you won't get to do it. I bet that was That was the only current. thing that worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's just say I could be called a willful child. Wow. Um, No, I was told, Jaybird, if you don't go to bed now, you're not going to get, you won't won't be able to do something. Or if I tell you one more time, you're going to have to go to bed. What was was the thing she would take, if she knew she took it away from you, that would be terrible for you? Um, if I didn't get to either watch something on TV or I didn't get to go to something like didn't get to go to my aunt's house, um, or yeah, for a sleepover or something like that. Or, uh, she would, she would, would threaten to spank us, but I can count on one hand the number of times I was ever spanked. Uh, but we were by your mother. Yeah, we were great. <laughs> by other I stand people. <laughs> corrected. Yeah, they should add by mother poodle. Many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can count a lot on my ass. You can actually see the marks. I'll never forget the one time. Uh, oh, us- no. Usually, you are in doggy when this is happening. <laughs> wow! And one wow. time, a guy. Wow, this is some Kama Sutra. A guy did that, and I was like, oh, and I went, did I like that? I think I liked it. And I liked it. I liked it. I could smell the whiskey on their breath. There's always that first spank, and you always do ask yourself, (laughs) is this me? Is this me, or is this not me? You do have to ask yourself, is this me? It's not me. I know that. The answer for me in the heat of the moment is usually, Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> it's poodle. It's poodle. It, it's like the first time someone tried to choke me. I was like, is this okay? It's like Wah from uh, DocuSweeties, which we are planning on. We got to reach we out. We're going to, after our tour, after we're going to do a tour. Yeah. Thing. Y'all, if you, we, just a shout out, because they're a new, new show who this. It's our friend Chris Fair and Wahima. DocuSweeties. Yes, DocuSweeties, y'all. They are, I know they cover 90 Day Fiance. Um, they do all kinds of stuff. I meant to mention them on Anything that's documentary-based. Anything yes. that's like has a slant towards that. But they're they're both hilarious. They both have great perspectives. We've done shows with both of them. We love them both. So I think Wa just did something with Blighty Day. Yep, she did. So anyway, shout out to DocuSweeties. Check them out. They're a wonderful, wonderful show. They're so. on YouTube as well as they're on podcast. Yeah, they got their shit together on the YouTube thing podcast. We're not together on that, but, but you can get us on Apple. Both of us are soon. a little afraid of it. Reality Gates <laughs> Plus, it's coming. Why, okay, you were talking about spanking. Steal my soul. Oh god, and that just made me think of. Oh god, next week we're going to see Jenny and submit in a Kama Sutra position, and I can't <laughs> wait. This was. This was, except for Kim and Usman, all the couples are so serious this season. So when it made me miss Jenny and Smith because they. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's when we don't have them, it feels heavy. It's it heavy. Was, it's yeah. really plotting. So you guys, we're at the birthday in the, in the bluest club that ever blew. I'm blue, Barta. And hello, Kimberly. That's on, that's These on are the my Poodle friends. Gay club glitter mix. It is on your. Um, yeah. Eiffel 65. <laughs> that that sounds like one of Usman's sounds, friends. It, <laughs> that that's actually true. was like, wait a minute, this is, is that a name? I did King Beeswax Eiffel sixty five. Um, here's um, I, I don't Med. know, and I like it. And Kimberly's like, oh yeah, we're, we're like best friends. It's fine. Yeah. Farm Road, uh, fourteen ten. Like yeah. I that that would be my if I was a country like rapper, my road would be like 
Farm Road 87. <laughs> that would be my name. Wait, there are actual roads called Farm Road in Oklahoma? No, you'd see they were all over in Texas, like in Denton, if you went down to Louisville and all that. Oh, until yeah, the, it used to be called Farm the, Road. If you see FM, that means Farm Road. Oh, I didn't know. You didn't know. That. Yeah, FM, no. that means Farm Road. So you'll see them out like in, like if you go to, I think it was in Bakersfield. They're even in California, like Central. You'll see that. But it was a Jesus. Texas, Oklahoma thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, what would so, be your rap name, Poodle? <laughs> um, uh, DJ Poodle Jizzle. <laughs> wow. Wow. Jizzle. I don't want to ask where that came from. I think but, you know. But I think we but I think I know. Like Bees a King. Okay, I get that. But where's Beeswax? Where's Beeswax? Because beeswax I'm sure it's a simple thing. It's is that actually exciting? I don't know. All like right. space cash? Okay. Space cash. Here we I'm maybe it may be translation. It may be something from like uh something like that. I don't All know. All right, whatever. Uh so KB comes in. That's that's who he she threw the milkshake in front of. So he's already KB, KB, terrified. No, 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 no. KB two. Well, but they call him KB. That's his uh, short name. Be, but his formal Christian name is KB two. Like yes. just we just want to y'all. We um, get facts right here at Reality Gaze. Right. <laughs> well, that, but they but they've introduced him as KB before. That's that's mm-hmm. how they referred to him. Um, and this was the guy who was there. Then he she even said he says no. I, can, I get, can I talk to you over here? This is not my culture, so I don't, don't know a lot about it. Yeah, and yeah. she's trying to save face the best she can. She said, I'm so, not that kind of girl. Unless I'm really upset. <laughs> if I'm really upset, then I'm that kind of girl. I, I'm not that girl. <laughs> I'm, really upset. I'm not that girl. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, is that a milkshake? Is that a milkshake? Y'all be uh, sure to check our reality gates Insta for the really guy, good Kimberly meme. The guy even says, I believe she regrets what she did, but like we have a saying in Hausa, um, breakfast, or sorry, jealousy is breakfast to females. And y'all, Kimberly has eaten a country boy, country boy special slammer oh. at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yes. She's oh, gotten the country yes. ham. Mm-hmm. She's gotten the sausage. Mm-hmm. She's gotten the biscuits with the apples. The She's hash gotten brown the eggs casserole. anyway. The hash brown casserole. Yes. You know you can order that. I've ordered Cracker Barrel from Uber Eats or Postmates in I'm LA. I'm afraid to. I'm Why? afraid to because I'll like it and want it weekly. You should do it, though. It's birthday month for you. That's right. I'm going to do it's it October. once. I can't imagine the eggs staying really hot. I, I, I didn't get eggs. I got like a, I couldn't eat all of it. I was thankfully, but I got a chicken fried chicken and some, uh, boy and some, uh, what was it? Um, hash brown casserole and then some green beans. And I enjoyed it. Sounds like someone was eating their feelings. <laughs> well, I'd ha- it's been a rough year. So yes, I did. But I couldn't eat, I could eat like half of it. And then I felt sick. It'd been so long. So uh, she's, so y'all, everything's going great. Everyone's having a good time. Kimberly's the way she likes it. She's the only girl. I could throw down. I'm a party. I'm a party. I know how to party. And all of a sudden, a woman walks in. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get better music. Yes, yeah, that y'all. sucks. There's <laughs> got to be a way to edit in, in in some of that. 
So she's like, y'all, her face that we we also have a meme about we, that. We should say a gorgeous woman walks. A gorgeous young woman walks yes. in. Let's yeah. clarify. And she's like, I did not know there was another woman coming. <laughs> she, I was not. I was not made aware. I am not a jealous person. I'm not a jealous person. She. What did she say? Oh, I gotta write this. What did I say? Um. Uh, Usman she, did not mention he was bringing a female friend to his birthday party. What did she say? She said, um, oh, she's everything. She's like, I'm a really, I'm really confident. I'm, I'm a very confident woman, but she is everything I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, that's the antithesis of confident when you literally validate. I mean, all the insecurities. I find myself very, very attractive. I'm, yes, but but maybe she's fucking gorgeous. She's, she's like, yeah, she's everything I'm not. And then she said, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. Just the thing where she'll look down and she said, maybe I'm jealous about her age. <laughs> she kind of wipes her mouth and like genius, genius I, editing. The I, I will say the story editor and these producers who are producing their segments are having a fucking blast. I, I the, it, the, it, this has been the best stuff of the season. Them and is. Jenny and submit. Them and Jenny and submit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, we find out this woman's name is Ali Ali, sorry, and she's in music PR. So she does the she, PR. So she all is of that someone who you don't want to piss off who is working closely with Soja Boy. Yeah. And uh she probably and, got in the personalized plate for his car. <laughs> so he basically uh he's like, He didn't tell me he had a female she she's, she says, Oh my god, it's so good to meet you. He did not tell me he had a female friend. <laughs> And That's the first thing she says. Poor thing. And poor Kimberly, like she's sitting there talking to Uzuma. She's like, I'm going to talk. Let's talk to Kimberly. I want to have girl talk. And this is going to be talk. Kimberly now. Anytime she meets a young woman, she's like, are you going to be the second wife? <laughs> <laughs> she just fucking asked her, are you a second wife? And the woman's like, no. I, I was like, what the fuck? In fact, I think oh, it's time for another Jesus. episode of Reality Gaze. <sighs> theater all right uh <laughs> nigeria edition in the bluest club in the world uh, i'll be playing the role of ali who had no idea what she was no, just signed up for she didn't she did and you'll be playing yes kimbali the least jealous person in the world i'm not jealous <laughs> and action what you? What did you need to tell me? Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm just gonna so sit nice. by. Gonna sit by this beautiful woman who I'm not intimidated by at all. Uthman. I'm just gonna. Oh, you don't right have to here. worry about me at all. Sit right here. Hello. I, hey, hey, hello. girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. <laughs> hey, girlfriend. How are you? How are you? It's, Let's talk. It's so nice to meet you. Hi. Hi. Stop. I'd rather you not grab my hand, though. That's no, a little. No, sorry. That's a little I'm weird. I'm just very. You know, I. Uh, uh, I'm a people person. I'm a people person, and I just, you know, I just, I love, you know, I love people, and I just wanted to say hi, and just want to get to know you. How do okay, you know got U- it. How do you know Uthman? How do you know Soulja Boy? Um, I'm, I'm PR person for his PR, music. PR. Yeah, we're, mean, we're. Does that mean percent potential receptacle for his <laughs> semen? Are you, are you gonna have a baby? Is that what PR means? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You, Slow are down. You, are you the second woman? Whoa! Are you the baby? Are you going to have okay, some look, Yemi? Look, we are, we are, we are, are completely platonic. What platonic? Platonic. What does that mean? Platonic. Did that mean in Nigeria you're going to lay down and uh, get a Yemi and have a baby? Well, it comes from a Plato root. So with, with Plato, Plato. I, <laughs> wait, does that mean you're going to have kids? 
because you want to buy Play-Doh. Because my son, Jamal, he loved Play-Doh when he was a kid. And now he's very creative. Are you having it, baby? Um, <laughs> Are you having it, baby? You don't have to worry about me. I, I promise. I, promise. I'm, I'm a lesbian. A lesbian. A lesbian. Did you ever think about that? But have you had his yammy? Because that's some good yammy. I have yammy. not had his not... yammy, and that makes me feel – I don't know it, you, actually, and okay. it makes me feel a little weird that we're having this conversation. I just need to know, are we cool? Are we cool? I oh, just want to cool. be cool. Yeah, we're, wait, I'm cool. Wait, wait, I'm we're, so cool. We're cool. You're a yeah. 50-something-year-old woman that I've what? had one conversation with. I'm not intimidated by that. I'm not no. intimidated by that. You know I can why? tell you, you've said you're not jealous 11 times here. No, so I'm not jealous at all. And I smell youthful. You know why? Because I smell like super body splash. Have you ever had that? Can't believe and... super body splash. <laughs> that was everything I thought it would be and more. Um, I'm really sad we did not get more of this conversation because I guarantee you it was cringe. Oh, uh, oh, for sure. We got some girl talk. When she, the, she said girl talk, oh, I man. went, I'm listening. <laughs> um, I've said it. I've said it. I've said, um, we didn't talk. I think you wanted to skip over this. I'm not going to let you. Um, so they leave the club. Y'all, Usman wants to take her to a romantic dinner. And he says she behaved well last night, but. Apparently, Usman behaved better last night after the club. <sighs> Y'all, yeah, because Kim was like, Usman, did you see? I almost ended up in somebody else's hotel room last night. She's hungover through, through the headboard because <laughs> you were slamming me. I mean, yammy, yammy, slammy, slammy. Y'all, she had birthday yammy, which is a phrase I don't think I'd ever thought about mm -hmm. but i can only imagine i i'm i'm seeing i'm seeing the shape of a yammy but mm -hmm. it, it it of course has like a little bow around it yeah <laughs> i still don't think Usman has the biggest dick that we he wants to to think i do not think it is deontay from love after it's Lockout. not deontay it but i not. think it's i think it is large um i think it probably looks large because he's kind of a small framed guy yeah. So I bet in proportion wise, it's like when you see like, if you see like a guy who looks like the mountain who's like six four and huge, and he has like an eight inch dick, it looks like it a looks six, small. It looks like a five inch dick on a guy who's you know six feet. So y'all, he basically feet. said it was boom, boom, boom. Oh my god! That's how good the birthday yammy was. Uh, again, was just saying the good. phrase birthday yammy, yammy is yammy. I'm tasting bile. Yeah. <laughs> And y'all, I'm into some freaky yummy. shit. You are. <laughs> you are. So she's like, so they're at the romantic dinner in the middle of the day. <laughs> which in the middle of the day, which is just a foldable table and some plastic chairs. Yeah. But whatever. And, it looks pretty. It does look pretty. And at one point, she's like, what is this food? She's like, what is it? Pepper catfish. Oh, it's, it's like, because it's she's like, it's very, very good. She's like, it's very, very spicy. Yeah, she eats it. She goes, whoa, this is Ooh, very very spicy, baby, baby, <laughs> and so, so I will say, I'm gonna not defend, but rather, Kimberly comes into this conversation. This well, was smart she, on her. This she, was smart because she knew she knows she gets heated and she knows she gets emotional and she starts basically 
she loses all credibility. And she, she, this is a great tactic, y'all. If you know you're going to have a conversation and that you're going to get heated about it, yeah, write down your points. That's she the, wrote the best something on her, her, her WordPress blog. Yeah, she, she wrote it out. it out. Print it out. Because I will say in this conversation, Usman is the one who got aggressive and started yelling at her for no reason, I have to say. He did. He's a, and I still stand. She's horrible, she, but he's a dick. She, well, there's other reasons that you have to look behind just their, just, it's, if you think about the geopolitics of her behavior, that's where things get worse. But I agree, but I don't think it's worse. I don't think, it, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's worse that if you think of like, yes, the geopolitics, but also when I think about the way he is basically making up, I'm not defending that one's worse. I think they're just both equally. I think it's horrible the way he demeans a woman's validity and credibility with her age and her inability to have a child. But a lot I, of women are really I, sensitive about it. I agree with you. I, I know you do. I don't think it's that simple, though. I think what he is saying is he's being very pragmatic. He's saying, look, I want to marry you. I love you. But it's not going to – I to live in my culture, to, and this is the most important thing for my mother for me to have a child. So that's a non-starter. Mm -hmm. I have to have a child. And he talked to her about this, and he said the only way to do that, the problem is it's all magical thinking for her. He knows she's not going to go through it. I, I still really believe he knows this woman. I feel like he knows. Yeah, I just – uh, but, but I'm yeah. clarifying. So I don't, think it's as, I don't think it's as direct of invalidating Kim of saying Kim gets him on the show. That that's what I'm talking about the pragmatism. So I don't think it's I don't think it's out of spite. It's just severe pragmatism. I don't think he feels anything. I uh, in that way. So yeah, maybe it's less emotion. But I think though when he talks about like how he does everything for her, he does probably look at it like the only reason you're on this show, the only reason you're oh he does look at it that because way. of me, and I've given you and, all this. Yeah. But what he's saying is you're doing twenty percent, and I'm doing eighty percent. She freaks out because these are two people who don't know how to talk to one another. That's the communication thing. style could not be more different. Also. The the privilege that both of them come from and the, the places they were raised in could not be more different. So this is about him being extremely pragmatic and her being extremely emotional. Yeah, that's true. They do that kind of come to a crossroads with which is we said this last episode, which was so horrible of Kimberly. Why would you not want to know someone's child? And Usman oh, brings up the point of how would you feel if I didn't know Jamal? And she's like, genius. Whoa, genius. Okay. That's a good point. I would be upset. But it's still, Kimberly still has this idea. I, she doesn't think, it, you're right, it's all emotional. Because if she was more pragmatic, why wouldn't you want Usman's wife to be in the U.S.? Why wouldn't you want that? Because then you would, you would see him more. No, it's, it's all, it, this you, is. This but the is, fact that she wants him to stay over, it's this, we talked about this with like baby girl Lisa, where she's like, this is my country. Danielle would do this. My, it's such a. No, girl, it's not. And but it's, even taking that out, like, it's a way she's going to see her husband a lot more if his wife and children live in the U.S. I, I think it's, it's so simple. So dumb. Because, so dumb. No, here, no it's, it's simple why you're trying to figure it out. Because she thinks Americans are on one plane and an African wife is on a different plane. 
It's no, yeah. No, no, yeah. I agree so, with that. So uh, that's why she doesn't want an American, mm-hmm. can't be an American wife, because she's happy with an African wife who she never has to know the name, as she said, living in some city somewhere. Um, and, but see, to me, that is what is fascinating about them. She looks at it on that plane, but Usman totally looks at, I'm young and good looking. I'm on this plane. And because you're old and barren, you're down here. So it's very like, the way they both have their entitlement about what they want to be entitled about is crazy. So it that's what just why I'd like we make fun of them, but it is like we're so used to the like an Angela and Michael, we feel like Angela has all the power and Michael's been powerless. And so that is a harder storyline for me to watch because it feels like Michael's being taken advantage of. Whereas this, because they're both so shitty and entitled to one another, it's funnier, but it also is like, I think it's a reality check for some of these Americans that think, oh, I can do whatever I want because I'm Americans. Kimberly, no, you can't because Usman has a lot of the power in this relationship, girl. You do not. It's, I see what you're saying. Uh, It's power, yes. It's... She what it what it is is he he can say at any moment uh, that he we're done, and it is his biggest chip to cash out, yep. and uh, and that's what's and she tries to if she were smarter and less emotional and more pro- pragmatic like he is, she could make headway with this, but she's not, and I I think. That's that's the biggest issue here, and and he basically says, it, what he was inferring is this whole look at what I'm giving up. And she, what I was thinking is, look at all every woman in this country wants me. I'm a star, and that's an awful thing to say. And that's when she is about to lose it. Mm-hmm. And and the reason and the thing is, she knows that she is hyper aware of that. Yeah, like like just that woman. So. It it is a very layered relationship, yeah. layered in colonialism and layered in ageism. Yeah, ageism, mm-hmm. and it's just woo. Um, I who thought? And it's who very knew, funny, <laughs> and it's very funny. It's it's why this. Who knew that this is why this season would be so good? It it really is like how good it can be. And after this break, y'all, we're gonna talk about. How bad it Nigeria, be. baby. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. 
No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy We're back. We're back, y'all. Before we move on, I have one little corner for you. Oh, a Broadway corner? No. Not a sister wife corner either. What? So now we're just a poo-poo platter. <laughs> you know what? It's your you birthday month. I'm going to let you, you know have what this. You know what I'm doing? I'm <sighs> trying to include the sissies who feel like they are watching things. And excuse me for being inclusive of that, our world. That is bullshit. Excuse You're just talking about me. the hot guy you want to talk about. That is a plus. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to talk about the new season of The Great British Bake Off. Sorry, The Great British Baking Show. Holy fuck. If you've ever said, why would I want to watch that? I don't like cooking. I don't like food shows. (coughs) Why would I want to watch British accents make me annoyed? (coughs) Sorry, I just got choked. Um, choked. I like those things, but I've never watched an episode. It is... A true testament how people can be civil to other human beings. They are the sweetest people. And when something goes wrong, they're like, oh, pity. (laughs) (laughs) And they do cry, but it's very funny. I prefer the older episodes with the two women uh, who were the comedians more than the, the... I'm okay with Matt Lucas. I don't like Noel Fielding. Is this Uh, on BBC America, I'm assuming? No, it's on Netflix. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Anyone can watch. Anyone! Um, just like Piano Cat after 10 and 30, anyone can watch. Exactly. But this is my – I will tell you now. I'm, I'm telling you for anyone who is having issues with either trying to go to bed or just the crazy in life right now, this show, if you've never watched it before, I would tell you this season is full of these lovely British people. And and also the intricacy they have to go through with their bakes, their cookies – and 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 then you get the the ice blue eyes of Paul Hollywood and the judgmental face. 
and you get Prue's shirts and things she wears. But I just need to say, it is absolute wonderful viewing. If you need more joy and calmness in your life, try this season of The Great British uh, Baking Show. Um, Food stuff normally is like that for me, too. It's calming. But I need to tell you about some of the people of this show. Number one, Sandro. Sandro is gorgeous. He is gay. He is also a boxer. And he is... He's so hot. Wait a minute. What? I just got interested. He's a gay boxer? Yes. Yes. Like... He puts on the boxing gloves and does gay stuff. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And he's of Angolan heritage. So he'll put on a boxing outfit and you could play and punch out, but with his sponge dick cake. in your butt. Okay. All and of he it. would make me dessert afterwards. Yes. Oh, that is your favorite thing. A hot guy who could kind of be a little rough with you and then feed you cake. Oh, Those are your guy. two favorite things. I have lots of favorites. He's obviously my look favorite, but there is there's a a, a black woman named Maxie who I really enjoy. That y'all, there is a there's a Scotsman named James who has a slight lisp, and I was like, I have never heard a gayer accent than a Scotch accent with combined with a lisp. That is just I'm like, okay, it's official. You like it is just like I put the perfect cake for you. It is so I, I've never heard a gay. I don't speech. know what you're talking about now because I'm just looking up Sandro now. He's got a huge dick. <laughs> oh, it's huge. Oh, huge. it's a girthy um, huge dick. Ja- James is a favorite of mine. Uh, Carol with the purple hair and the pink hair. Like this is the cast is amazing. Is it like um, Drag Race where they all get like they go they don't make Shabira, a thing and they, and they go home they go home during the week. one goes home okay. in a certain week yeah okay yeah uh, and there's another there's the, the season like Project so Runway gay. but with cake yeah but it's it's not as like it's not as American like I'm here I'm not here to make friends everyone there is like helping each other oh and it's just so sweet. I, I promise you, if you it's need something in your life, it is. If you need something in your life, if you're like me and your soul is dark, <laughs> it is. It is. That if you need something to kind of thaw you out, y'all, the Great British Baking Show, you will not be disappointed and you will get, you will, you will not know how to pronounce any of these cakes or anything like that they're making. You don't know, you don't have to make a cake. I'm not a baker, but I love watching this show. I get it. I That's get it. all that, I want to say. I get it. That's why I love Tabitha Brown. I love watching her make shit. Are you happy when I finish that? You know, I, you got me with the gay boxer who bakes. You should have started with that. You should have said, I don't <laughs> want to talk about the show. That. I want to talk about the hot gay boxer who bakes Ugh. cake. And I would have said, let's talk about it. See, so <sighs> if you're not selling yourself well, I can't be held responsible. And as the season progresses, y'all, it gets more and more dicey. No, but no one's an asshole. He on could, this season, anyway. He could feed you icing in your mouth and his penis in your butt. Yeah. Think about and give that. Give me enough icing in that's a different way. Per- that's everything you want. He could glaze me. He could glaze <laughs> you. He could call you his cream puff, <laughs> and you wouldn't actually be offended for once. He would glaze me like a scone. <laughs> Ready, set, bake. <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> we- 
Oh boy, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. So, right, yo, Michael's learned to swimming swimming from the goofballs. This reminded me of my daddy because my daddy didn't learn how to swim until he was, I think, like forty five. Shut up! No, they were poor. They couldn't go to the Red Cross pool or anything. So, but none of them did, learned how to swim. Why? Do any of the brothers and sisters know how to swim? No, I mean, my grandmother was scared. I think maybe Uncle Andy, A.W., he maybe, but I don't think Peggy did either. I mean, Peggy bought a pool and everything. That's why my dad got a pool, and they kind of learned to swim. But Peggy had a pool, and she never swam in it. She just had it for her kids and for her husband. My Uncle Johnny liked to swim. It's so crazy. They're all still scared of the water some. Wow. It, yeah. And so because she was afraid of water, your grandmother? My grandmother was afraid of air. She no. was borderline and scared of everything. And so, um, but yeah. Michael had, he said, I almost drowned when I was 26. And it, it's so weird to me because I would, as a child, I just jumped in the water at like age three or four and I just no, started swimming. My parents put me in, and because of Aunt Peggy, all of the kids, the grandkids, they were like, my kids are going to know how to swim. So we all, yeah, swam I did swimming lessons. Age. That's where, you know, that's where I learned synchronized swimming and where I was the joker. <laughs> Let that sink in. Yeah. If you've never heard that, yeah. someone's got the tape. I'm, I've been trying you to You need ask, to find that, yeah. I need to find that tape of when I was the star. <sighs> wow. <sighs> Did you have to anyway. wear waterproof makeup, or by the end of it was your Joker makeup just running everywhere? I had to wear waterproof makeup, but the makeup did run. So at the end, it just looked sad. I right? was the only one in makeup. Yes, true. <laughs> Were you... <laughs> How perfectionist <laughs> were you about your face makeup? Did your mom do it for you or did you do it yourself? No, my mother did it. And I were you couldn't. yelling at her the time? Mama, make sure you do it. Da, 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 I'm was, sure. I'm sure. Oh, God. So, y'all, of course, the Michael. poodle. Right. That uh, Angela, Angela did not want uh, Michael hanging out with the goofballs. And well, we the, find out good information about Angela and Michael, y'all. And y'all, they've been fighting. Uh, he says, he admits they, they've been fighting. She hasn't sent him enough money, but the friends are like, why don't you get a job? She's like, she won't let me. AKA Nicole and Azen. It's like Nicole, because y'all, Rob Lee still doesn't know. And she, we just saw the episode where Nicole, even after hearing Azen's voice recording, talking to other women, <laughs> we think men, after her hearing that, she still goes to fucking... Morocco with May saying she's going to go for a year. Rob Lee doesn't know about the voice recording and Rob Lee still doesn't know that the reason Asin doesn't work is because Nicole, uh, Nicole said, let him. I need to be able to text you. It's very, I thought I wrote <laughs> and he that got too. fired from his restaurant job because she couldn't text him. Any times yes. She wanted to. So it's the same and fucking thing in control. And this is control. Uh, and she also doesn't want him to hang out with the goofballs because she thinks they're a bad influence. So she honestly just wants him to be sitting around waiting for her call. And now, y'all, that's a miserable life. Of course, he's going to want to do something life. else. Miserable now, life. he's trying to be an influencer, which makes sense why he wanted to be on social media. Can I just and, say something? Is this the first time <clears throat> that they used the I word and actually talked about influencer, I think, in 90 Day Fiance? I'm sorry, because this is something they have shot. So. I think it is. Is this something they shy away from on the show already? We're having people talking about feet pics this season. We're talking yeah. about influencing. 
I'm just going to say this. This makes me weary, uh, wary. I don't think this is a good trend coming for 90 Day. I, I would with, agree. I think with this and with 90 Day Fiance, I mean, an influencer now is considered a legitimate job, and it is. But, but it's still got get, the stink of social media promotion. I think we're going to get more and more of these people on 90 Day Fiance, y'all. Get ready. Ugh. Yeah. Yuck. So yeah. he's trying to, and that's why he wants to be, he's like, I'm getting an audience, but I'm not taking it down. I Because it's my, he sees that as a way to make money. He's dancing. I, I've looked at his Instagram, and if it's the one that is his, he has like 2,000 followers, and it's private. So he. Either they're mm. together or it, like it doesn't make sense. Sissy so maybe Mary, this is a red herring or something. Sissy Mary, let us know. I, I I'm com- or somebody. I'm confused about I, this. I doubt the veracity of this. I doubted it last season, last happily ever after. I doubt it even more this season. Sissy um, Mary will let us, y'all. If you don't listen to our class, listen. <laughs> At the end of every class, with Sissy Mary does detective work about not really the main people. Usually, Poodle and I get obsessed about I, a shop worker somewhere. We, we get obsessed about ancillary characters, yes. and we need to know where they are. And she does a <laughs> fucking deep dive and finds out everything we need to know. So she'll let us know yeah. next week and talk about uh, Michael's Instagram. We Maybe we heard all about uh, Pow's uh, model agent. Oh, we were we obsessed did. with that. Oh, it was great tea. <laughs> Y'all, she gets fucking good tea. Uh, so they are, he, he's like, Angela thinks I'm flirty with other women on there, which isn't the case. Now, I understand that why Angela thinks the goofballs might be not be a good influence. Because like, hey, girls, watch it. Watch, watch Michael dance. You like that? You like that? <laughs> why, are you wearing, why are you dating your grandma, Michael? And he's like, that is my yeah. wife. I, that is my wife. I understand why she wouldn't why think about that. But um, anyway, so y'all. I just want to clarify this. Michael's been asking for money from Angela, who's told him not to get a job and is now withholding money from him. That is correct. So if I we, want to take that back to a quote Angela said, how can you treat someone you love like this? Right. What a piece of garbage. And I think... If you believe the story, where that's why that's what I'm saying. I feel like the show with with this interview, the show is setting up a different type of adversarial relationship yeah. for the American that I don't think we've seen, and I don't think the show has shied away from that in the past. Is it, we yeah. we do see we we have seen them show their fights, and anyone with empathy can see. She verbally abuses him. She is horrible to him. Yeah. But they can kind of make a mental excuse. But this is different because I think the show is showing us now, is giving us a visual account of this isn't justice. This isn't fair. And uh, because I think it was a gray area before. Was Michael seeing other women? Was this... Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think if we are if we believe what Michael is saying here and and that's why I'm thinking the story, I'm not calling for audacity here, but the storyline is so apparent that what is the show trying to say about this story? Is it for audacity or is it kind of I guess that's a theme of a lot of these people because they're reality show people. And yeah. I think you have to have a bit of narcissism if you're on a reality show. Um, is it the same thing or what I said, like with. Bilal, Angela can't help but be Angela. She can't help but show her ass. 
and kind of think too highly of herself and kind of like with Usman, she can't help but shoot herself in the own foot. So is this because Angela, now that she's becoming famous, she's arguably, arguably, probably under Darcy, I would say the probably most popular person from 90 Day People know her. Yeah. With all of this happening. And and Ed, probably right under Ed. And Ed, with all of this happening, is it now she's basically, is she become like, is she starting to be so big and kind of big in her own britches that she, that the crew can't, they maybe have tried to hide it before, but now it's like, they're like, we can't even shy away from this now yeah. because this is the story. I think, I think the story now is going a different direction. Cause I never thought about it until you said it. I went, you're yeah. right. They're starting to demonize Angela. Cause I, rem- I saw it. So. She's I saw it asshole. the last episode. Cause I've been talking about, She's being portrayed in a different way. She seems like I was listening last episode. <laughs> I used this word for the podcast, but she seems pathetic. She seems uh, kind of unredeemable, and and yeah, I think people have, people have thought that before. And it's easy to to read into a lot of things and not see what the show is is telling you, but just to read into what's there and assuming things about Angela. Because it's very easy to. Doesn't Michael, or at least in the past, in the past, in um, the past, didn't Michael drive like for Uber or Lyft? I'm not sure. Money? I can't remember. I feel I cannot like remember. He did, and if he did, that's what made it even more sickening when she did that car thing. When I thought that's something you know he makes money from. Mm-hmm. Well, her argument is, I own it. Here's the marriage certificate. Yeah, you don't. So, y'all. Angela is in Nigeria, Nigeria, baby, with uh, Renee, her friend, and they're smoking in the boys' room. Smoking in the boys' room. Oh, Renee, I don't think she's much better than Angela. Well, I think this is a friend who wanted a free trip to Africa and wanted to be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And Renee's like, Africa's touching my soul. And and so he's like noticed when they play when she was in Nigeria, by the way, the country music that they played for like Angela's title card. (laughs) um, It was it was the most generic country music. It was like literally I feel like did someone actually look I bet it was probably it was just did someone royalty free Nigeria baby. And they actually found a It was just the most random basic country song. I did ever. not see it, but oh. uh, so there, the, the thing about this y'all is this is what I wrote down. The American doesn't feel like the protagonist anymore. And that is, that is the, uh, cause a lot of times this show started with other Americans. You could put yourself because we're, not to talk down to Americans, we're not a people who can see outside our own experience a lot. We're just not. We're not well known for that in the world. Mm. <laughs> but what we can do is put our put our eyes in someone in another American's eyes when they go to another country. And I think the show's always done that. And then we almost stopped here. And maybe I'm just seeing it differently. But it feels like the cameras are thinking differently, and the editing is thinking differently about her. So think about that. I want you. I'll, I mean, with that in it, mind, I want you to think about that as we go through this season. It's a bit different with Angela, though, because I mean, I'm agreeing with you, but I think there's actually a complexity because we've seen it through 
they 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 obviously on the show sometimes will make the Americans look like the bad ones, like the ones who are taking advantage of someone. We've seen that before. So, um, but seen, but, but like, we've seen like George and Fisa, like we've seen yeah, but Bilal and Shida. I'm talking but, about a camera gaze, very no, different. I, no, no, no. I'm 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 actually agreeing with you. Just let me finish, please. Um, we've had this in the past of like, but I agree with you that they're usually it's it's more subtle. It's a more like you kind of, if you see it on the outside, that's what I lo- we kind of loved about this show is you watch this show and you think this is going to be about people taking advantage of Americans. And you could argue with that, but I'm agreeing with you that like, how can you not watch this? Cause Angela's a very divisive person for 90 day fiance. How can you not watch this? Cause now they're just showing like, it, it literally is like, the weight dropped away from Angela or whatever happened. And now we're seeing who she really, the mask is gone. Yeah. And we're seeing who she, so I'm agreeing with you, like the way it's shot and the way it's filmed. And it's so raw and gross. I think, and I'll follow that up with the difference here is we would, we could infer our own conclusions before without being shown them. Yes. That's what it was subtle or with the other. This is what I'm saying. We can't argue with the way this is the camera's gaze showing us this. Which is fascinating that this is one of the most lucrative people in this franchise, mm-hmm. and they're choosing to do this with her. It is, and I think she's going to be quite unhappy with the edit she gets. Or maybe she's so beyond know. this, she won't get it. Um, hmm. So, y'all, the most important thing is they're texting that night at the hotel, and he's like, he's laughing at her, and y'all, you don't do that to Angela. because she's going Angela. to Don't play me the fool! She's going to get her, I guess, iced coffees and highball glasses. <laughs> and- okay. <laughs> this is, this is going to get everywhere in this car. <laughs> and y'all, they got, the, she's double fisting these highball glasses and getting in this Uber. You get the cigarettes in our American hat, Renee. I got it, Angela. All right, let's and- go. And she even says, you, you, you will not manipulate a woman who's been fucked over her whole life. And, and that's where, again, that's where she says that line, who does this to someone they love? And I went, mm-hmm. um, girl, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror of what you've done to this man for years yeah. out of, quote, love. I mean, I even think- Skyla, if we remember, even Skyla for the first time this season pointed out Angela's failures in this. Yeah. I think you're, so. You're so right. I think it's it's different. A lot of times they would show a lot more during in the moments from her, and we saw it a, a little bit. But I, I I started seeing it the first time that I'm like something's different this season. It's the diff. It's different than the way they're covering her. Well, she's and putting I, on our battle hair. That's for damn sure. <laughs> she's just grabbing that ponytail, brushing it, and just flipping it up, and she's ready, and, y'all. Y'all, she's knocking on the door for his house. I guess she's, that's where her power comes from. Exactly. She's she says that he says that's my car. Even Renee's saying, "Come out, Michael. We just want to talk to you." And then she starts ripping shit off that car, y'all. As we you saw, you put your on- feet in my shoe, and I went. That's not the correct <laughs> way to say that. And I think, but that's what I'm saying. It is. I think we're past production making her a protagonist but what you know what the difference is too is that angela's starting to say the desperateness that we know kimberly feels Mm -hmm. and thinks about doesn't say meaning like when angela says you put i put my life on pause for him 
And he, after I'm going to get old and die, and he's got a whole life ahead of him after that. Right. And that is exactly the way Kimberly feels. And they don't talk, but that is exactly what Usman needles her and knows. And, but it's, but again, it's this, it's this dance of who's cheating, who, who's playing who, but here it's so clear. And what we, the things that locked us in with Angela a long time ago was how vulnerable she could be in her in the moments and how kind of how she could nail a feeling and she was funny, but she was always kind of performing for the camera. I always felt. Oh, for sure. I don't think Kim is performing in a lot of, in a lot of ways. I think she can't help herself. But it does for the first time feel like in a long time, Angela isn't performing as much. I I agree. The only way they could goop us like um, if this would be a Maria goop, if we, I don't think it would happen, but if we end up finding like at the end of the season that Michael, this was a long game and he's been playing her all along. And he even cheated on her. He even oh cheated my on her. God, he, can you imagine? If he cheated on her, what if he even had a, this is a polygamous country or, 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 or not a polygamous. Yeah. No. Uh, a, a uh, polygamous. Yeah. Polygamous. This, what if he had another wife and children? What if he had a, that would be. If they do that to us, I will send Matt Sharp a dozen red roses. I won't that don't know where would he lives. Be, I don't think we're going to see that. I but, don't think we'll see that. Yeah. But that's the only way this would be a surprise. Otherwise, I think we. So, but do we? St- we see next week. Angela or Michael looks madder than we've ever seen I, him. I was ever. I was shocked. How he was, how he was yelling. Cause I, uh, it, it felt, it felt, I'm like, good. You should get that you mad. You should get angry. I don't know. I think after well, the way action we saw last week, I can't imagine they're going to end up together, stay together. I don't know. I don't know. After what we've seen with them, that's all I've got. <sighs> Y'all, that's the show. Watch all right. British baking show. Mostly you know what? Though. Until the boxer shows his dick, I don't want to hear about it again. <laughs> I'm going to need an OnlyFans, an OnlyBakes. Fair. Only bakes. Only bakes. <laughs> Only bakes. All right, he everybody. Stir the batter with his dick. Yeah. All right, everybody. Um, that is the show. Come see us next week. Remember, y'all, next week's Happily Ever After is going to be a little delayed because it's going to be on our live shows. So we're going to yeah. post that schedule. On our Instagram, uh, that's where you can, and we'll post it on our our public Facebook po- uh, public Facebook page, public Facebook page, and we'll post it in the Sissy Squad. We'll public on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Remember, don't uh, we are going to talk about Hay on every uh, this season of Hay on every single show, right. whether we're talking about that show. Or not. Sissy's coming to the Atlanta show. Do not forget to watch Discovery Plus that morning because we will be talking about it that night at the show. Yeah, don't be that one person. We said, did everybody watch it? And somebody goes, oh, I didn't. And I was like, girl, <laughs> girl, I cannot help you on that. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, y'all, um, 90 Day UK is done, but don't you worry. Smothered is still going on. We still have. Single Life. Uh, Single Life is going on as well. We just confirmed um, and scheduled our interview coming in a couple of weeks at the end of Smother with Dawn and Cher. So that's going to be happening. And um, y'all. Have a good week. Again, sending our love out to our sissies in Florida. Um, uh, we, South uh, Carolina. South Carolina. We ho- we're excited to come to Tamps and give you some joy soon. All right. We call these people lonely hearts, y'all, because aren't we all just the loneliest of hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if it's your birthday, 
And you got that birthday yummy, 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 yummy. You better get it in Florida. Call, call us and ask me how it was. Let me know how it was. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.